Hi, I'm Lebo Changela, and this is the 25th edition of the series Frontline Workers, where we talk to courageous essential workers who raise their lives daily to provide important services to the general public. It is eight months since the South African government instituted the national lockdown on March 27, with the country currently on level one. Freight logistics companies transporting food, cleaning and hygiene products, medical fuel, including coal and gas, and basic goods, including airtime and electricity, were allowed to operate under the lockdown. According to South African Transport and Allied Workers Union, the road freight industry, which employs 100,000 employees, experienced retrenchments as a result of lockdown. Coming up in this edition of Frontline Workers... You know, being unable to interact physically with loved ones who don't live with me, I think that was particularly challenging uh, for me. Just thinking about COVID, am I going to be safe? Uh, Am I going to be affected? A fleet manager, Jonathan Mpake, who works for construction equipment company Easy Access in Midrand, tells me what he goes through as a frontline worker. Jonathan worked in the logistic industry for 16 years. He shares with us what essential services the company he works at provided during the hard levels of lockdown. So the colleagues that were considered to be essential um, were our logistics department, uh, the drivers, the assistants and their supervisors, as well as our technical uh, side. Because we use, uh, we deal in machinery, our field service technicians, these are the technicians that would go out to a particular site and repair or do preventative maintenance um, on our machinery as well as preparing the machinery uh, on site um, to make sure that it's safe and still complies complies with all the regulatory um, um, aspects. So those, the operations department, um, uh, from the logistics perspective, as well as our workshop and our field service technicians, uh, they were deemed as uh, essential to support our customers who were deemed as essential services. Jonathan recounts his experience with the different levels of lockdown. Experiencing working from level five to one was uncharted waters, very new. I think it would be the same for for most people. And I think I'll start with a personal perspective. So, you know, being unable to interact physically with loved ones that are not in the media, who don't live with me, I think that was particularly challenging uh, for me because I really love the interaction and, you know, having that time with friends and family and those that one cares about to be able to have that flexibility to go, uh, you know, meet them, hang out with them and just, you know, be social. So that was particularly difficult. And at work, so my role at work, if I were to expand it, um, I work in the support services structure. And what that entails is that, particularly because of who I am, I like to influence people. 
I support them in terms of logistics, uh, supply chain, and understanding how that works. And I'm particularly a problem solver in the in the in in the business. So you know, whatever logistics and transport problems come up, I'm supposed to I'm the go-to guy to help. And one of the things, being an operationally minded person, is that ability to touch and feel, that ability to just talk with people, that ability to interact, that ability to guide and influence and direct people. And I also do traveling over our vast number of branches. So that ability to talk with people, influence people, and you know have that meaningful interaction that creates value inside the organization that was particularly difficult for one to to stomach and the change uh, as well from so to, to juxtapose that with being now able to do meetings on on microsoft teams and the virtual platforms and not having that human interaction um, you know, it was particularly difficult, I think, for, for me, for myself personally. The Center for Disease Control and Prevention say a long-haul truck driver might be exposed to coronavirus at work when in close contact with N182.88 centimeters for at least 15 minutes or more with a truck stop attendants, store workers, other truck drivers or others with COVID-19. Jonathan shares the experiences of the drivers. They were still expected to do what they're supposed to do, but obviously the euphoria of what was happening around the country and around the world was from a psychological perspective, just from a human perspective, affecting them. Because, you know, uh, for for me, uh, because I'm also ops um, and having the, the supervisors on point and, and at the site, we were able to still... Uh, coach and speak to them and find out, um, you know, and alleviate their concerns, um, you know, in terms of having the correct PPE, adhering to the, to the correct safety protocols. Because first and foremost, we had to communicate to them that we, we care about them. They are, the, they are our most important asset. And we've, we've put in all the precautions to make sure that they can still function, you know, uh, still function, um, um, even though there was lockdown. So you had situations where the, the drivers, you know, were just thinking about, you know, delivering. It's it's abnormal for, you know, you're a truck driver that's normally traffic, but there's there's no traffic and it's it's very secluded and you must abide by the different rules and be able to comply with the different rules and regulations at different sites of delivery and collection. So it was very different for them uh, to experience that and experiencing the new protocols that the customers, our customers have put in place and being able to comply with that. And from a human perspective, just thinking about COVID, am I going to be safe? Uh, am I going to be affected? But I think what we did is we made it abundantly clear to them about the protocols that we're putting in place and why we're putting them in place, that it created a a trust and the biggest tool that we used is the briefing and debriefing so we brief our drivers we have a safety briefing session with our drivers prior to delivery and we have a debrief session when they come back according to the department of labor employers must take measures to protect the health and safety of everyone in their workplace by minimizing the number of workers in the workplace 
where social distancing cannot be achieved, provide personal protective equipment and screen workers for symptoms of COVID-19 at the time that they report for work. Jonathan outlines the measures his employer put in place. With our offices and those that came in, um, and this has been rolled out and we've been continuing to do this, um, we've, we have mandatory temperature checks um, for anyone coming to the premises, um, uh, coming in and going out. We have protocols that apply to, to masks and social distancing. We've predetermined every one of our branches. This is more than 12 branches. Um, in terms of having the designated areas of assembly, having the designated areas of work, and having the strategy in terms of uh, social distancing. We have sanitizer stations throughout all our buildings. But if I take a step back, the first aspect of it was the communication. What we did, and especially I have to commend those involved in our, in our communication strategy, is that they were able, or we were able to ensure all the protocols that are expected of our employees in the different section and sectors they're working on is properly communicated and clearly disseminated uh, through our various platforms to make sure that every employee understood and every employee had that uh, with them. Um, and in terms of the vehicles, we even created videos to show our drivers, because for our drivers, particularly, we have to sanitize, um, you know, the machinery, we have to make sure that they practice to uh, the social distancing, that they practice proper hand uh, sanitizing. We put in mandatory uh, requests to make sure that our staff would do regular hand washing, uh, do regular sanitizing, and making sure that we even have a support structure in terms of the cleaning staff at the office where where we work to uh, continuously be sanitizing throughout the day uh, their places and areas of work. Uh, so um, education is key. I think what we what we realize very quickly is that if we educate our staff and not telling them only what to do, but explaining why it's important for that to be done and the end goal that we wanted to ensure that our our employees are safe as humanly possible because our core aspect, our core value is safety. We sell safety. The CDC advises truck drivers to avoid sharing personal protective equipment such as vests, safety glasses, hot hats, tools, phones, radios or other personal items. Jonathan tells me about some of the protocols drivers have to abide by. So we have designated areas where the drivers um, uh, congregate at. And it is structured in a manner that we still comply with uh, the social distancing norms uh, and standards and regulations that, do, that are put in place. From the congregating of, of the drivers and assistants, they would individually be taken through our briefing session. So this briefing session has to do with the safety, has to do with protocols, has to do with finding out how they are that particular day and planning out their route, their deliveries, their collections, their repairs and everything that they have to do for that particular day. So it was really a proactive structured approach in how we did that. 
With the advent of COVID, it changed a lot of things, um, you know, for the drivers and the general staff. Um, this uh, and the PPE required, obviously, they would have their own uh, normative PPE of safety shoes, um, you know, safety uh, um, uh, clothing that is expected, hard hats, um, um, reflector jackets, um, um, you know, uh, that is that is uh, harnesses that is that is normally required but over and above the ppe that is specifically for covid would be uh, uh, masks uh, and sanitizers and uh, we we used actually we went to giving the drivers gloves as well um, and these are disposable gloves, but uh, specifically uh, designed gloves for their for their operation and what they're supposed to be doing. And going back to the the aspect of the videos, one of the things is because we have machinery and we we do sales of machinery, but we the, 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 there's a big component of the rental side. And with that, we had to show the drivers how to sanitize even the machinery that we deliver. And our machinery is over a very different range of machinery types. So we had to make sure that they understood for the safety of themselves as the drivers and the safety consideration for our customers as well, that our machinery, our vehicles has to be sanitized. Our machinery needs to be sanitized in the cab where the driver said needs to be sanitized and to train them in those protocols. And um, what was the efficient part is having those safety videos to show them what to do um, and effectively use the PPE. Because one of the elements that that became very apparent is it doesn't help to have PPE, but not being able to know how to use it. So we emphasized a lot in making sure uh, the drivers knew what PPE is required. For the next edition of Frontline Workers, you can visit sabcnews.com or at SABC News on Twitter, Facebook and YouTube. For SABC Digital News, I'm Lebo Chandela.